Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of Weezer Has Turned and Left Us Here. Hey! That first voice episode. you hear is Sarah Iyer, that's my co-host. Yeah, and who are you? Because I forgot. I am Matthew Reichbach. I oh am, my god. Uh, also so you're going by Matthew, because... I, honestly, <laughs> when I say my last name, I feel like Matthew Reichbach sounds better than Matt Reichbach. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, no, so I see go- what you're saying. I, <laughs> no, it does. It sounded terrible the other way. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. I don't actually care. <laughs> it just sounds so guttural. In my head, I always introduce myself that way, but I don't care what people call me. Okay, honestly, so you I have so first. many. Nicknames. He doesn't care what you yeah. call him. <laughs> as, as the old joke from the vaudeville era, just don't call me late for dinner. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's good, man. Besides, they didn't uh, jokes back then. <laughs> take my wife, please. <laughs> still good it's still good especially when it when they took it and made it different with Rhea butcher and, and her wife oh, i can't remember her yeah. name i can't oh. remember her name but i feel yeah, terrible yeah. cameron and, esposito yes yeah that is it. She i think they're a, not married anymore really yeah you oh, gotta wow. go on twitter more often i haven't been on twitter in two months yeah if this is wrong we'll cut it out because i might be thinking of someone else but i think yeah not to gossip but i read it on twitter therefore it's public knowledge and I'm allowed to say it. So yeah, okay. this is a Weezer podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, yeah. What what is this podcast, Sarah? Oh yeah. So okay, you're putting me on the spot here, but I believe <laughs> well, what we are. We've only been talking about it for the past <laughs> three weeks. <laughs> yeah, it actually has not been that. Like it's only been three weeks, but uh, you made it seem like it was a long amount of time, but it wasn't. Three weeks is a long time. Yeah. Okay. But so, but the title of the podcast is Weezer has turned and left us here, which is a play on, if you know the blue album, it's a play on the song, uh, the world has turned and left me here. And I think and anybody who's listening to this has to be familiar with the probably, blue album. Probably. Probably. If they're not, they're close personal friends. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Hi everyone. <laughs> Thanks uh, for listening. <laughs> otherwise, if you're listening to a Weezer podcast and you don't know the blue album, then there's something wrong with you. Well, who knows? Maybe people are like, wow, I just listened to that black album. I wonder what oh, this yeah. Weezer is. Or whatever their next color is going to be in 2021. <laughs> <Yeah>. The orange <laughs> album. The rainbow and, album. Ooh, that, uh, never the mind. I'm not going to go there. album. Yeah. Yeah, Platinum. but this is our mm-hmm. yeah. Weezer podcast, but it's not, well, I was going to say not your typical Weezer podcast, but I don't think there's such thing as a typical <laughs> anything right. kind of podcast. That's true. I mean, because we both... <sighs> To call ourselves Weezer fans is probably not exactly correct. It's not that we don't like Weezer, because we do, and that's why we're starting a podcast about it. But it's like, we have very conflicted feelings about Weezer and the direction they've gone in. And Again, we this used isn't to love to say, Weezer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did. And But even, like, it's such a weird thing of, like, having perspective and looking back on certain albums and being like, wow, that album is, like... Well, I'm not, I'm just, I'm going to say Pinkerton, but, uh, that album's problematic for certain reasons or like, you know, just even having perspective on past albums, but it's yeah. like Weezer has, I, I don't know how many albums they've released because I think 14. Wow. I think I could be wrong, but it's some, it's something a lot higher than I thought it was. <laughs> no, that is a lot of albums. So it's and like, obviously we're not Weezer experts as you can tell. Yeah. We've talked about Weezer a lot, which we'll get into why and how we met which is a whole long story but we'll get into that at some point but basically like i don't know it's like when you love a band and then all of a sudden you're like what is this that they're releasing you know it's like i love this band and this band is so different now yeah you still love the band and want to talk about them but you also have a lot of opinions about the band so then you start a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that's what you do nowadays and it's and it's 13 albums 13 studio oh, albums. Oh, really? Okay. Two compilation albums, one video album. What? Six EPs. They only have 25 music videos, which that's less huh. less than two an album. Oh, wow. Well, I guess I, I also wonder if, you know, and maybe this is showing my age a little. Do they still make music videos for songs? Yeah, because yeah, I think now they do more than they did really? in the mid-2000s because there's YouTube now. That's how so many people watch, listen to their music is through YouTube. Okay, so I wonder if like the Teal album album had any music. Oh, it had. It yeah, did. it had Africa. Oh, but that was before the Teal album came out. That's true. I don't know. I'm learning along with you, and and <laughs> honestly, I think there are some Weezer albums I just didn't 
listen to. I've listened oh, yeah. to some recently because I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check out Pacific Daydream or whatever because it's like I didn't listen to it. I have Spotify. Let me just check it out. So I think there are going to be some albums that I haven't listened to or at least I, ha- I, I need to re-listen to before we discuss them. But yeah. it's like, yeah, it's just like I'm very familiar with their first albums and not so much with their later ones. But I yeah, do. I'm, I'm not sure of, I've ever heard Hurley. Yeah, actually, I don't think I have either. Because <laughs> I, yeah, and we'll get into it like. That mid-era Weezer is not something that I ever heard. And actually, their last couple albums before yeah. the Black album I listened to. And there were some songs that I really enjoyed. I mean, it doesn't sound like the Blue album or Pinkerton. Yeah. And it doesn't sound like you would expect Weezer to have turned out if you just only heard those first two albums, but they're enjoyable songs. Some of them are. Yeah. And we're not saying either that a band has to sound exactly the same. Oh no, that would get boring. Yeah. And they would get bored playing the same things and sounding the same. And it's like when you start a band in your twenties and you're now in your forties, forties, <laughs> <How old is it? laughs> but it's like, you're not going to sound the same. Well, and nobody's it's been saying 25 years since the blue okay. album. Oh, and he was like, Oh, is he like, cause he was like, I think, 20... I think he's in his late forties now. Yeah. I think he's almost 50. Yeah. And that's fine. You know, <laughs> we're yeah, old 50, too, you know, 50 used to feel so old. Yeah. 50 is the new 40. It's like, speaking of uh, old jokes, Todd Glass has a joke where he said when he was a kid, 50 seemed like, Oh, I'm an old man. And now 50 is like, Hey, do you want to come see my band at the bar? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but this podcast is basically us coming to grips with what Weezer has become. Yeah. With our, I still love the Blue Album unapologetically. Well, yeah, I guess me there too. is a little bit of apology now with uh, listening to some yeah. of the lyrics. Oh, not with, for me, not so much with the Blue Album, but with Pinkerton, I'm like, oh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Have you heard No One Else lately? No, I mean, I, uh, yes. Yeah. And I understand, yeah, no, it's. Yeah, well, it's whatever. We'll we'll get to yeah, that. Yeah, we will. But I, I, that still that song is so fucking catchy. I know. <laughs> Everything on that album. That album is. I don't know if it's perfect, but it's. I think it's perfect. You can listen. I when I listen to the to that, I I just listen to it all the way through. Yeah, beginning to end. Many, there's. I don't know how many albums I do that with anymore. Yeah, I tried doing it doing it with Pinkerton, but like, it makes me laugh kind of because I'm like Rivers. <laughs> I'm just like berating him in my car. I'm like, Rivers, damn it. <laughs> Be better. Yeah. <laughs> Be best, Rivers. As the first lady says. Well, let's, yeah. let's leave that to linger first. <laughs> <laughs> so our past with Weezer is complicated, but why don't we yeah, kind of, do this episode, wanna... we kind of wanted to get into what our past was with oh. Weezer, with our musical history. Well, before we do that, should we like kind of introduce ourselves? Oh yeah. And we should tell, oh, I also, I want to tell people if this is like the year 2021 and we've made a bunch of episodes and this is your first one you're listening to, why don't you go listen to one of the newer ones? I bet that it's a, (laughs) yeah, they're so much better. (laughs) I I bet if it's not better than there's some, then you can stop listening, but (laughs) I'm going to go out on limb and say that we've sorted things out and not even that things needed to be sorted out necessarily, but I, I mean, I'm always look. fascinated that people will listen to the first episode of, or watch the first episode of a TV show. I mean, look, nobody needs to know that it took me over an hour to get my <laughs> microphone working and that you were waiting the entire time. And, I'd already, <laughs> and I have to use my laptop. So I had to turn off my desktop and I've just been sitting on my phone this entire time. Oh, we should also state that we're not even in the same state. Yeah. We're I'm in. Well, yeah, let's go. I'll introduce yeah, myself. Yeah. I'm, I'm from Albuquerque, New Mexico, born and raised. I, uh, I, yeah, like I said, I was born here. I'm 33 now. So wow. Weezer's basically no, been kidding. around. <laughs> <laughs> so old, right? Wait, you're younger than me, huh? No, I, wait. I'm younger by four days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, so I, I just grew up here. Um, and Weezer's been around, you know, since I was nine, eight or yeah. you know, eight. I wasn't, I hadn't had my birthday yet. Hmm. When the first, when the blue album came out, and uh, now I am a journalist. I write about politics in New Mexico. And wow! That no, I knew that, some- but that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's not something anybody wants to hear a podcast about. But maybe. I, yeah, maybe, but I don't know if it's a podcast I want to do. I guess I should say that I want to do podcasts with things I'm interested in outside of work. And uh, yeah, and this is one of them. Man, I know what you mean. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
And uh, and who are you, Sarah? Well, I am in California, so I was uh, born you're and raised a, in... You're a California girl? Yeah, I was born and raised in Northern California, which is not at all like what you think of when you think of California. It's not palm trees or anything. It gets foggy and cold. Uh, not well, as cold as where you are, but... Are you... What part of Northern California are you from? Um, kind of all over. Like, I was born in Walnut Creek, which is kind of near Berkeley. Well, okay. not near Berkeley. That's, like, me trying to sound cool. It's, like, an hour from Berkeley. <laughs> I, I literally and, have no idea where anything is. In okay, Northern well... I li- and then I went to high school in Davis, which is where UC Davis is, which is the big agricultural school okay. up there, like near Sacramento, kind of. Um, okay. Yeah, that's what I thought. You were like near Sacramento. Yeah. And then I went to college at UC Santa Barbara, which is beautiful, and I loved it, and I studied film, and then I moved to Los Angeles, and then I worked a little bit, and then I studied film again because I love being in debt so much. Fun. And you love films. Yeah, I like movies. I just want to watch movies and then be horribly in debt uh, from doing it. And I went to school for editing, and um, yeah, and then I did some stuff for a little bit, and then I, you know, lost my job, and now I'm unemployed, and I'm starting podcasts. I did some stuff podcasts. for a little bit. It sounds like you went on a bender or something. <laughs> I mean, probably. When I got laid off, I was like, well time to start drinking. No, I, I didn't do that. But um, yeah, no, I was working in post. And then I uh, got uh, laid off because, you know, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Well, I wasn't I'm not even allowed to talk about that. I'm not allowed to talk about it. Anyway, forget I said that. And um, <laughs> we'll yeah, edit that out. I'm, I'm unemployed, but I am. Uh, so I'm also the co-host of a podcast called The Percast, uh, which is on the Exactly Right Network. Oh, yeah, so you're on a network now. You're fancy. Yeah, yeah, fancy. And yeah, I co-host that with Stephen Ray Morris. So, hello, Stephen's fans. I don't know. What else. Um, I, this is yeah. We're I'm like six degrees of separation from Stephen now. <laughs> no, you're like you met him before you met me. That's true. Because the first time that we met was when I was recording an episode of your podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that we'll talk about this a million times throughout the run of the show. Yeah. But I met Steven outside because I didn't know how to get into your apartment Yeah, because the little keypad wasn't working or something. So I had to come let you guys in. (laughs) So you met before. (laughs) I was like, wait, are you the guy that I'm going to be doing a podcast with in half an hour? No, it's Steven longer than me. Well, not really. But um, yeah, so just, you know, not working, starting podcasts, trying to figure out my microphone and why it wasn't working. And who knows, but it's working now. And. That's me. Um, yeah, I like cats, and uh, I live in Pasadena, and yeah, I I guess that's kind of it for me. Yeah, it's exciting. We, we each have two cats, so you might hear some meowing. Yeah, during mine the, are uh, asleep right now. Um, mine are wandering around. Mm, oh, it's getting to be the wild times at night. Yeah, well, they're, they're not that bad usually, but sometimes oh. sometimes Buster will stand in the doorway and just meow at me. <laughs> He's like, I want attention now. Yeah, Tango likes to run around. Tango's only just turned a year old. And then Samba's about almost nine. So I have an older kitty. Um, yeah, so if there's any noise, it's probably Tango. But <laughs> he's we will the hyper see. one. Yes. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, but you mentioned that we, uh, we kind of know each other. Th- actually, yeah. we know each other through Weezer. <laughs> yeah, should we say that first and then go into our histories? Because I feel like. We're going to do our histories up to that point of us knowing each other. Yeah. Well, well oh, do you want to go not, first in your history or me? Which Um, why don't you go first? But we met Okay, yeah, then okay, we'll reveal how we know each other <laughs> that'll later. Be the, that'll, <laughs> that's the teaser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go first. I want to hear yeah. how did you get into Weezer? Well, my parents have always been into well, my dad especially always been into music. He listens to Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, he absolutely hates Kiss with a passion. Oh, so uh, unlike Rivers, unlike Rivers. So your dad isn't Rivers. Got it. No, my dad is not Rivers. My dad is a, <laughs> my dad is a sixty-two, yeah, or sixty-one-year-old Hispanic man. So he is not like Rivers at all. Um, but he listened to like blues rock. He um, he goes to every concert that comes through Albuquerque, or he used to. Uh, you know he's. He saw Led Zeppelin in 78 wow. when they played at the pit here in Albuquerque, which is a legendary basketball arena. Huh. And he keeps all his ticket stubs so I can see, you know, oh, you saw this band. You saw this band. Oh, you saw Santana 12 times. That's so cool. Um, so I was I grew up in a house that always had music. Uh, but 
you know, Weezer came out when we were young and my parents were probably not discovering new music by then. Yeah. Which is something that we'll talk about. Because uh, right now I don't really discover new music except through Spotify. Yeah. And that's kind of tough. But, you know, the Blue Album, 94, right? That's when it came out. Yes. That was also the same year that we got cable TV. What? Because I remember we got it for to so we could watch the World Cup, watch the oh. soccer on TV because I'm a I still play soccer. Uh, so my parents got us the World Cup so we could or watch got us cable so we could watch the World Cup. <laughs> they World stole Cup. the World Cup. Yeah, they for stole you. the World Cup. <laughs> Those are they did get stolen parents. once, but oh, that's really? a lot. That, yeah, oh. yeah, that's a dog found it. Um, <gasps> what? <laughs> Well, that's a, that's a different podcast. That's like okay, that's but like I'm gonna listen to that something. podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but so we so we got cable in '94, and you know when you're not watching soccer, there's other stuff like MTV. And guess what was everywhere in '94 oh MTV? Was it Weezer? <laughs> it was Buddy Holly. Ah, of course. Uh, or maybe it was like '95 when that or whatever. Mm. But sometime during when Buddy Holly's video came out, I remember it being on TV like nonstop. Uh, you know, the Happy Days video. and Oh, yeah. We used to, you know, watch Nick at Night. You know, Happy Days was probably on there. Yeah. So we knew all the characters and stuff. And like, oh, this is so cool. And it is. A, it's still a cool video. I watched it the other day. Oh, yeah. No, it's great. Like, that's all editing. And, like, it was so funny to hear about how they would tell people that it was all, like, special effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you just cut some stuff. But it's still very impressive. Yeah, for them, it probably seemed like special effects. Yeah. For for the band because they're they're like we're just gonna play in this replica, and then you're gonna add in uh, Ron Howard. <laughs> but so that was how I got into Weezer, and uh, around the same time, I was listening to Dookie. Oh, green. Day. That was the first CD I bought. Oh. My parent, my parents let it. Let me and my bro- brother each buy a CD. He bought Nevermind by Nirvana, oh. and I bought Dookie by Green Day. <laughs> nice. So. And I'm sure that shortly thereafter we got I got the blue album or my brother did and huh. listened to it nonstop. So that was yeah. Uh, so so it was either you or your brother because it's interesting that you have an older brother and so a lot yeah. of times people get their music. Yeah, he's two and a half years them. older. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I he he would always obviously he'd always be a little bit more knowledgeable about music because he's older. All of his friends mm. listen to music uh, to new new music and stuff, and so I'd get it from him. He's uh except for when he went through his phase of electronica <laughs> i still cannot stand edm or any Dark of that kind days. of music and 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 he'd be listening to it when he'd go to sleep you know we shared a room <laughs> we shared bunk bed so i could just hear in the headphones it's, 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 it's. i was like oh and he had one of those mp3 cd players so it had like <laughs> 10 hours of stuff and it would just be all night like oh my god like while he slept he would listen to it yeah because some people do that. I know some people listen to music while they sleep, and I can't imagine. Yeah, I can't. I have to have silence when I yeah. go to sleep. I am not. I can't watch TV. I can't listen to music. I have to. It has to be quiet when yeah. I fall asleep. Once I'm asleep, I can usually sleep through stuff. But Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that kind of. I don't think that. And I don't even know if I heard Pink, Pinkerton when it came out. Yeah, I was, was going to ask. Kid. Right, because. So it's interesting because you got into them pretty early on. So yeah. you didn't go out and buy Pinkerton when it came out. I I might have. Mm. Uh, but no, I was probably a little bit too young because it came out. It had adult themes. <laughs> it came out in 96, was it? Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I was 11. Paul was 13. It probably wasn't our kind of music. We probably heard, heard the, maybe we heard El Scorcho on the radio or something. Yeah. I wonder then how much like radio play and how much, um, cause there are only two videos for that album. And I wonder how much those were getting play on MTV, especially since that album was a, you know, I guess a failure you could call it. Yeah. And MTV started playing less and less music videos or fewer and fewer music videos. Mm. So maybe they weren't playing. I, I don't remember those two music videos. I bet if I saw them, I'd be like, Oh yeah. But like buddy Holly instantly in my head, in my head, undone, um, you know, the sweater song and uh, say it ain't so like those yeah. three. I knew exact when I went and I rewatched them the other day. 
I knew like exactly every beat to this to the videos and everything. Yeah, no, classic videos. Those are um, all like perfect album, perfect videos. I would say. Yeah, and then when the Green Album came out, you know, five years later or, or however long it was, then I kind of you know the hash pipe was everywhere, and Island in the Sun was everywhere. Oh yeah, and I think that uh, that will get us up to the point where we can talk about where we met. Oh yeah. So uh, I'll pass it along to you. Okay. So I'll go into my history. It's really funny listening to yours. I'm glad you told yours first because mine is really similar, but a lot later. Oh, really? So, yeah, because I didn't get into Weezer right when they were around. Um, Did your parents listen to music? Um, Kind of. Like, we would always listen to the radio and, like, a lot of oldies and stuff. But I think when I got to a certain point, because we moved around a lot when I was a kid, and I think that made me, like try to be rebellious or something so I didn't want to like anything that they liked so they were really into the Beatles and I was like I hate the Beatles (laughs) it's like no secretly I liked them but it's like I'm not gonna tell them that I like their music you know yeah so and I also I also have an older brother but how how much older he's four years older so he's a little four yeah mine's two and a half years older yeah I think most people have siblings that are a little closer in age but also, it was a thing where when he became a teenager, he kind of stopped, like, talking to me at <laughs> yeah. all. Like, I guess that's just a teenage. And it might have been different if I'd had maybe a sister or something, you know, same gender. But, like, yeah, when you have an older brother who's a teenager, he's not going to tell you anything. He's not going to give you his, you know, pearls of wisdom or, like, tell you what music is cool. And so I kind of feel like I missed out on that of, like, having huh. the older sibling tell you what's cool in music. Yes, and you I would have discovered really, on your own. Yeah, yeah. And it took me a while. And so I, I'm trying to think what I was uh, listening to. I mean, I just would listen to a lot of like the radio. And I don't even remember like what my first CD was. But I know that when I was in high school, I would come because we had cable the whole time that I was growing up. I'm fancy. So we, <laughs> we always had cable. Yeah. But like. Um, I don't think I was really watching MTV till I was in high school and I would come home from school and I would turn on TRL, which the for those, was out. Yeah. well, yeah, it was actually after Maladroit was out. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, TRL, yeah. Yeah. Which for those of you who are too young, um, <laughs> oh, it God. was, we feel so old. <laughs> so MTV or mute, I guess that stands for music television, music television. Yes. Uh, they used so to have a show. started in 1980. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They used to have a show back in like, I don't know when TRL started, but at least by the late nineties, early two thousands, they had huge. TRL, yeah. which was total request live with your host, Carson Daly. <laughs> <laughs> and they would play music videos and you could vote on yeah, what play videos. The top 10 videos. Yes. Yeah, I think you would even call in. Maybe at some point it switched to like an internet thing. Cause we did have the internet, but I think you could actually call their phone line. Like if you want to oh, vote yeah. for the song or something, I never voted. I think I might have voted, but I don't remember. <laughs> this was like half my life ago. We should probably specify. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but, um, <laughs> so more than half. So I feel like I'm going to come across as a noob here and that's totally fine. Uh, you know, I will reveal that I got into Weezer because I turned on, (laughs) you're not far off, but, um, I turned on TRL one day and I saw this music video with this band of like cute guys and cute Muppets and it was the music video for Keep Fishing. And I just remember thinking, this song is so catchy and the band members are all so friendly and that main guy just won't stop smiling and Muppets are cute and they're just a really <laughs> cute band and it's a cute song. And really, Rivers, I, I heard that the person behind the camera had to hold up a Kermit the Frog doll to get him to smile. <laughs> that, wait, like, is that real or is that just something you? No, I heard it. So, I mean, I, I'll have to fact check it. It's like it. a baby at a serious <laughs> like, family shoot. I know. That's why I'm like, I want to fact check it because I have this fact in my head and I don't know where it came from. I, I, I want it to be true, so I don't think we should fact check it. I but think like, we should just make that rumor. Yeah, but like I don't know if you remember that video at all, or you probably might if you saw it. But yeah, um, he's smiling a lot, and he's wearing a, a I think a tuxedo or a suit of some kind, and he's like real happy, and the song's real upbeat, and 
it's this whole like it starts with the band arriving at like the Muppet show and um, they're like we can't find Pat and it's because Pat was like kidnapped by Miss Piggy <laughs> and there's this whole like intro part before they get to the song where they're like trying to find Pat so they go on without him and Animal's their drummer it was just a super cute song and video so I was like you know what I'm gonna buy this album so I bought Maladroit and that was, that was first. my first Weezer album <laughs> And I liked it. I, I mean, I will. I, I haven't listened to Maladroit in a while, but from what I remember, it's not a bad album. Like, I'll defend that album a little <laughs> bit because I think it's not bad. But I would do want to go. I will go back and listen to it. Um, so I bought that album and I listened to it, and I was like, they're pretty good. I wonder what else they've done. So. I was like trying to figure out which album to buy next because I was like, oh, they have three albums before this one. Which one do I get? And I remember reading something about how I think I th I think I read it wrong. And I think I thought Pinkerton was a bad album. And huh. it just it's because you, it got bad reviews when it came out. Yeah. Or maybe you read that it was kind of a failure. The, yeah, you know, commercial failures like oh it yeah. can't be good if nobody liked it exactly so I think I just read that and then that stuck in my mind and I was like okay I don't want to get that one next because what if I don't like it so I got the blue album good and, choice yeah and I was blown away because I thought it was amazing and I again I still think that and I was just like my mind was just kind of opened you know I was like wait a second there's better music than some of the stuff I've been hearing on the radio and like I, I was just like, it was like a new world for me. So, so what other kind of music were you listening to then? Like in the early uh, 2000s? Oh, well, I was listening to like Jimmy Eat World. Okay. And like, you know, Linkin Park and like Michelle Branch, Avril so Lavigne. Like everything that was, that was on the radio. Yes, yeah. exactly. Everything that was on the radio, all the popular stuff. Anything I saw on TRL that I liked, you know? <laughs> so, you know, sync or like... <laughs> But just like, yeah, I would, I would basically just turn on the radio and listen to whatever was on. Um, yeah, so, so I got the Blue Album, loved it. And, uh, and then I got, I did eventually get Pinkerton. This was all still in high school. Yeah. And I, I got Pinkerton and I listened to it and I was even more blown away. And I, I understand why. Because that album is, it's so raw. You know, I mean, again, like I feel weird saying I love that album because it has so many just thematic issues that I can't support anymore. The mu I like the music on it. Yeah. Like for sure. And that's the thing for me. I'm mostly a music guy. Like I'm not a lyrics person for mm. most most songs. I wouldn't know the lyrics beyond the chorus, I think. Mm. Weezer, well, I'm with Weezer, I kind of, the Blue Album, I know every word, every song, yeah. I think. Well, I mean, I'm definitely a lyric. Well, I'm kind of both, I guess, but I, I love a good lyric, you know, yeah. or lyrics. I love good lyrics. But I think what I connected to with Pinkerton. OK, so I'm, you know, I'm a teenager. I'm in high school. I think we had just moved. I was like we had just moved to Davis when I was like 14. So I was starting school as a teenager, didn't have any friends. That's the other thing is like. I really didn't have a lot of friends, and so I wasn't getting music recommendations from literally anyone. Like, TV was telling me what to listen to. Yeah. I wasn't talking to anyone, so um, I probably missed out on some cool stuff. But, yeah, yeah I, at I the love... Time, all of my yeah. friends listen to rap music. Oh, okay. And I never really got into that sort of thing. Yeah, so I'm really into into lyrics, and I think... I was in high school. I didn't have a lot of friends. And, well, and the, the lyrics on Pinkerton are pretty, they're all clever. Uh, they're, yeah. They're good lyrics. Well, it's not even that they're clever. I mean, they are. Yeah. But it's like, I was an angsty teenager. That's just a fact. And this whole album is angsty. If you take it not specifically, because like obviously you have songs where Weezer's talking about, or Rivers is talking about like an 18 year old girl in Japan. That's not relatable to me. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah. But like, the emotion I think that comes yeah, through. this whole album is about being alone, not being able to connect with people again, not to give it a free pass. Cause it's, you know, vaguely uh, relatable, but like, yeah, it's, it's a very angsty album and it's like, I'm, I'm feeling very alone and I don't know who to turn to. And this person feels like I feel 
in a slightly different way, obviously. <laughs> and and this, I think that that feeling of being alone and everything kind of turned into how we met at the time <laughs> was it was in the maladroit era. So it's probably yes. when you, when you started listening to all this, in fact, it might've been, well, um, it was definitely when I was in college that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it was, it was post maladroit pre, I guess we should we just say then. what it is. Cause people yeah. are like, what are you talking about? We, <laughs> we used to post on the Weezer message boards. There was a uh, all things Weezer, which was ATW and then yes. all things not Weezer. ATNW. Yeah. And they were the official Weezer.com message yeah. boards. Because back then, there was no Facebook. Well, there was around like 2003, 2004. But was it wasn't. Joined. It wasn't thing. the same. Yeah. And there was no, um, Twitter. no Twitter. There was no Instagram. There was no YouTube. There was really no. So, I mean, there was MySpace. Yeah, but, yeah. There was MySpace. But, but MySpace was different. It, it wasn't really a place to communicate with people. No. <laughs> That's true. Like social media wasn't a social experience yet. Yeah. There if was it no even existed. Media. Yeah. Like message boards. I don't know if those count as social media, but it's another weird thing where when you would join a message board back then in like the early two thousands, like you weren't using your real name even, Yeah, you know, it's like you didn't want to post a picture of yourself. I mean, maybe this is just us being awkward Weezer fans, but nobody wanted to post it. Like every time someone started a pic thread, it's like, oh my God, people are posting pictures of themselves. And well, now it's like. We were told by our parents to not trust yeah. anybody on the internet. <laughs> that's true. I mean. And that's what, well, yeah. we're not going to have to get into the whole <laughs> parents and the internet now. And uh, right? ruining democracy. Oh God, but yeah. It, it was like instilled in me to not give out any personal information yeah. on the internet, that sort of thing. But also at the same time, like you, I wasn't hanging out with a lot of people. I went away to college. I went to a, a small engineering school, like about two hours South of Albuquerque. And I didn't really know anybody. And I was, you know, everyone there was a nerd cause it's an engineering school, but I was yeah. like a nerd in a different way. <laughs> like I wasn't smart like well, everyone yeah. else. Engineers are a special type of nerd. Yeah. And they were all smart. They, I, <laughs> I quickly failed out of that school, <laughs> but I somehow, I, I have no idea how I discovered the message boards and Me I neither. quickly got obsessed with them. Yeah. Well, that's the thing too, is like my first couple years of college, I didn't have a lot of friends cause I actually started out as a biology major which is sort of similar to your experience where it's like, everyone's real smart and competitive. Yeah. I love science, but like that was not for me. When I switched to film, I started to meet people who I actually had fun hanging out with, but for my yeah, first couple of years, yeah, they were chill people. Like I went to a party school, like nobody should be so serious. <laughs> right. But all these bio majors were just like intense people. Um, but yeah, I also was like, I, I, I wasn't really handling being at a party school very well. Like I didn't know how to go out and party and also do well in school. So I just like threw myself into my classes, my film classes, and I just started posting on the boards. And I don't remember if I started posting on all things Weezer first. I want to say I probably did. Yeah. I'm not sure either. And cause I feel I mean, like I'm all not sure with myself. Not... I definitely don't know about you. Yeah, no, I don't know. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, all things Weezer, I think, would probably sometimes get a little slow. Because, like, you know. There's only so much to talk about. Because this is. was right after Maladroit. Yes. And I think once album, well, I keep wanting to call it album five because that's what we called it <laughs> for so long. But before Make Believe came out, there was a lot going on Weezer related on the boards. And that was a lot of fun. And it felt really cool to be well, yeah, a part we, of something because it was like we had started posting what probably 03, yeah, 04. I remember and make believe didn't come out till 05. Oh, okay. So there was a there was a lot of time for us to just discuss it. You, you can only discuss so much about hey, they're on tour still. We know yeah. that they're not in the studio. <laughs> and hey, then, everyone, so you what's go your to, favorite Blue album song? <laughs> yeah. Do you think Pinkerton's better than the Blue Album? Is Maladroit <laughs> yeah. bad? Like that was I remember that being on the board as a huge <laughs> yeah. thing that Maladroit was terrible. Yeah, everyone just pause for a second to remember that this was a time when Weezer had only released four albums. Yeah. So And it was one where everybody loved the Blue Album. Yes. And mo almost actually everyone loved Pinkerton also yeah. on the boards. 
and then everyone kind of liked the Green Album, and everybody hated Maladroit. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I'm sure I probably defended Maladroit at some point. I'm sure if I could go back and look, there would I be probably like, went along with the flow and just said, "Yeah, I hate it too." <laughs> Who knows? But it was a lot of fun because, again, for me, I only got into Weezer after Maladroit, and so for when Make Believe was coming out, it's like this was my first new Weezer album. And I was experiencing it with all these other people and like yeah. the anticipation and it was so much fun. It was so much more fun than anything I was doing at school. <laughs> well, and then when Make Believe came out, they chained the boards. They Right. They got rid of the old version. And, and we all got mad for some reason. <laughs> I forgot it, why we didn't like it. <laughs> I think because the design was just different and they got rid of all of our posts. Oh, and yeah. Then every, that's when I stopped posting. Yeah. I think, I think we I all did stopped too. it. Well, I think, Stop didn't posting. we go to like Weezer Nation or something? Probably. So, you know, you, you weren't a big, you know, Weezer fan until, you know, yeah. high school, uh, high school, college. Did you see them live anytime? I didn't see them live until, because, you know, what's funny is they were playing shows and they even played one in Santa Barbara. And I, I just didn't have a car through most of my time in college. And I also was still... So awkward that I didn't know how to ask people like, hey, you going to the Weezer show? Can I go with you? So I didn't see them until actually until I was in L.A. It was I want to say 2010. Yes, because huh. I remember the people I went with. I am no longer on speaking terms with. So there was a very small window of time when I was friends when with you those were people. talking to those people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was 2010, probably in the summer. Um, and I saw Weezer. <laughs> I saw Weezer at a racetrack in San Diego and they actually played a free show. So that's why we all drove down there and went and there were a bunch of bros in the audience and it was, <laughs> and they play, actually did play a lot of blue album songs from what I remember. Yeah. But then I do remember rivers put on a blonde wig and did a poker what? face cover. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. And I think it made me sad. <laughs> Because I was like, sad now. yeah, no, it made me sad because it's like, I, I always feel bad that I never got into them sooner. And I always feel like I wish I'd been born a little earlier <laughs> and I'd been in LA, like at the time when all this was happening, yeah. because that would have been such a cool time to be getting into like this local, like, you know, music before they got big. Well, and they were, they were big, like, right. Like that's when true. the blue album came out. Well, and that's the thing I was looking at their discography and everything. The blue album was a big album, but it, they were never the biggest band in the world. They were never, none of their albums hit number one, I don't think. Mm. And yeah, the blue album sold, I think 4 million copies, Huh. which is big, but it's not like Pearl Jam or Foo Fighters or. It's probably big for a first album, big for what they put into it. Like, I mean, I'm sure when we talk about the blue album, we'll go into like the budget or, you know, how much they spent and. Um, cause that stuff's always really interesting, especially in that time Yeah, when you really could be nobody and somebody would be like, Hey, here's an album, a uh, record deal. You know, that just doesn't happen anymore. Well, when, when I saw them, I saw them live once also. When uh, did you see them? 2002. Oh, so okay. It was probably, really it was on the Maladroit time. tour probably. Mm-hmm. Or it was probably the Green Album tour. Who knows? But yeah. I... I guess I could look it up, but, <laughs> but I remember the opening acts were AM radio on Pete Yorn. Do you remember oh, Pete Yorn? Yeah. Uh-huh. I listened to his album that was out at the time and it's like, oh, this is generic white guy singer songwriter music. <laughs> and all I remember is that uh, everyone was really bored with Pete Yorn and started singing Weezer songs during <laughs> his performance. And looking back, it's like, that's such an asshole move. Yeah. We were but it was dicks. the entire crowd. <laughs> Uh, I, I'd went to that cause I was still in high school then. Uh, I went with my brother and two of his, uh, roommates from college who ended up being in his wedding. They were groomsmen oh. and I was his best man because I was his brother. <laughs> I guess I still am his brother. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, so we went and I asked Paul about it. That's my brother. Mm-hmm. And all he remembers is that there was like a bunch of, like teenagers and their girlfriends up front in the good part, in, the good, in the good spots. <laughs> so we, neither of us remember much. It's hard to remember that far back. You know what's funny? 
I actually saw the rentals before I ever saw Weezer. Huh. Yeah. I saw the rentals in like 2006. Um, and it's funny because <laughs> I think I was a little bit of a dick because um, I think we all were kind of dicks. At least everyone, I remember us being, I don't know. Maybe it's just my memory of like being kind of, I don't know. I think but everyone when they're a teenager probably. or in their early 20s is an asshole. But I was at this rentals show and Ozma opened for them. And I, I was there with my, the guy I was dating at the time, uh, who the only nice thing he ever did was buy me rentals tickets. But, <laughs> uh, but I remember turning to him repeatedly because Ozma was on and there's this guy in Ozma who looks kind of like Rivers in the Maladroit era with like the beard. And yeah. I kept turning to him and being like, hey, it's Rivers. And because and, Ozma kind of sounds a little like Weezer too, or at least Weezer influenced. I I have more of an appreciation for Ozma now and I, I feel bad for making fun of them. But um, but like I t- kept turning to him and being like, hey, it's Rivers. And then this, I saw this guy give me a dirty look because <laughs> like he was probably an Ozma fan and I was just being this dick. <laughs> what was your first concert? Uh, gosh, I remember going to something in college. Yeah, it was in college. Oh, like, it was until college. Yeah, but I don't remember who it was. Like, I just, I think it was some local bands or something. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, I, I guess I never, like, I don't know. I, I never went and did anything until <laughs> I was in college. Like, I just would stay home all the time and watch TV. And that, that was my intro to music. <laughs> well. Well, my first concert was a great one because uh, it was a local radio station. You know, the festivals that they ha- they'll have. Yeah. It was the alternative station. It was the Edge. It was Edge Fest. And it was uh, 1999. I was 13. Yeah. My dad took me to see it. Um, earlier, Early in the day was some unknown band named Nickelback. It was in the middle <laughs> of the day. Yes. I remember Seven Dust was there. I or they're supposed them. to be there. They're like a, they're like they were a metal, supposed to be there, but they they're were. a metal band. Yeah, they didn't show up, and everyone was <laughs> pissed off. Static X, which is another kind of metalish band, who played in Albuquerque like every year until the lead singer died. Oh. Um, and then, but the three headliners, going from, you know, I'll do the the bottom to the, the top. Yeah, or... the bottom to top uh-huh. was Kid Rock. <laughs> I knew every single word of all the songs. <laughs> Smash Mouth. Ooh. And then headlining was Limp Biscuit. Wow. Okay. It's so funny because now <laughs> if you were to like do that lineup, Smash Mouth would totally be the top bill. <laughs> well, and and I would not go. <laughs> but back then I was like, yeah. This, and my, my dad took me. Like my dad was there and <laughs> it's just uh, Limp Biscuit. I- that was my first headlining wow. band that I saw. Wow. I am. Um, I feel bad because I can't remember who said this, but it's a friend of Steven. Was it Heather? Somebody I know or somebody I, who someone I know knows saw Smash Mouth recently. Yeah. And they couldn't remember the words to All Star. The band couldn't? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How? <laughs> that's, that's what you're known for. Yeah. That's your big song. Everyone else knows the words, even yeah. if they don't want to. I think everyone else was singing it because they didn't know it. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> I can't believe, that's like if Weezer just decided, oh man, we forgot the words to the sweater song. Yeah. And I think th- that's the thing about Weezer. And I know that you, sh- you sent me an article about um, how Rivers, you'd think he'd get tired of those songs, but he loves that everyone else loves them, I think, which yeah. I do remember them going on blue and Pinkerton tours. I don't remember when that was. If they did that now, I would go, I, I would, cause they, they've only been in Albuquerque twice mm. ever. The first time, cause I looked it up um, to see if I had missed anything or anything, but no, the first time was on the blue album tour. Oh. They were uh, in 94. I wrote it down here. Um, oh, it was in 95. They were opening for live band live okay it was right after throwing copper came out which has all their songs that you know from live mm-hmm. and live was the bigger band then hmm. like it that album i wrote this down also yeah throwing copper came out in april 94 so right before the blue album it went eight times platinum wow and it was the number one out hit number one i don't even know if i know who that is <laughs> um you've heard i alone 
Uh, you've heard the songs. Like, I probably have. Usually it's like, I don't remember the names of the bands or albums, but then somebody will play their song. And I'm like, oh yeah, that song that was all over the radio. I just didn't know who it was. <laughs> yeah. It's like silver chair. And those, it was that uh-huh. era of okay. rock band. It was pre, it was right after grunge. It was kind of like when the record companies were figuring out, oh, we can make these safe kind of grungy uh, bands. Yeah. We can we can hire hire these guys so we don't have to worry about Eddie Vedder being an asshole <laughs> about trying to not not that he's an asshole but f- from their point of view why is he trying to tour without Ticketmaster why is he taking <laughs> on the biggest ticket people in the in the world let's just get live this band out here they sound <laughs> grungy enough for suburban white kids yeah they're fine get whoever's yeah. next best <laughs> oh yeah but they, they played at the at the UNM ball at the student union building. Mm. Um, and Oh, something I want to say about the concert I went to with Weezer in 2002 was so, so, you know, Weezerpedia still exists. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and they have Carl's corner. Remember oh, that? Oh, okay. I don't, he, he would write about each. Oh, um, okay. It was on Weezer.com at the time. And, oh, I and think he would I write remember. about each tour stop. And he said the wrong place. He said it was at Tingley arena, which isn't a thing. It's Tingley Coliseum. And the show is actually at the Albuquerque convention center. <laughs> I think he should publish a retraction. I think now. he should. I, I changed the Weezerpedia thing. Oh, wow. So I was like, this is wrong. I'm going to change it. Cause I was like, cause I asked, I asked my brother, I said, Hey, do you remember where that Weezer concert was? And he said, is the convention center? I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. I, I just didn't know if I had like a false memory. <laughs> it's your Berenstein bears moment. No. <laughs> but then I looked up and there, it looked up all the concert posters and everything. And they all said, uh, convention center. Wow. Carl. But, yeah. Carl. I need to, I need to email him and inform him <laughs> of his mistake 15 or 17 years ago. <laughs> well, and it was so weird. Cause wouldn't Carl post on the boards too? He was Carlophone. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's so weird. I, I think we'll do a whole episode on the boards because there's, yeah, well. We'll have to try to find somebody who's ex- from the board. Somebody who remembers not... more. <laughs> yeah. Because I remember like occasionally I'll remember a thing, but I don't remember everything about that thing. But yeah, I, I told you I found some, you know, yeah. the web archive has some things, but uh-huh. we'll save that for the episode we do about yeah. the boards. Yeah. Um, so what now in your post Weezer world. What yeah. kind of music do you listen to? Well, it's funny because, uh, what am I listening to? Well, it's, it's so after I got into Weezer and joined the boards, I was like everyone on the boards, they were like my friends and they would give me music suggestions. So yeah. I got into a lot of really great music and I started listening to like the Pixies and like Elliot Smith and all this really great stuff that I wish I'd found earlier, but you know, it just like, it took Weezer to kind of, Weezer was like a gateway into this other great music. Yeah. That's probably how I listened to Elliot Smith and yeah. I became obsessed with him. Yeah. Yeah. And I it mean, was after he died, I think. Me too. Yeah. And I felt so bad cause I didn't even know he died. Like I just was listening to Elliot Smith and I was like, Oh, let me find out more about this person. He's really talented. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God. <laughs> this guy who wrote all these super sad songs committed suicide maybe, or his girlfriend killed him. Nobody knows. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. But, and <laughs> And it's like, that's another thing too, where it's like, I was born way too late because Elliot Smith, like I've been to, uh, there's a venue in LA and like Silver Lake called, uh, well, it used to be called Spaceland and he would play a lot of shows there. And it's yeah. like, if I'd been 10 years younger and in LA, cause there was a time, uh, 10 years older, t- right. 10 years older. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. If I'd been born 10 years earlier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Whatever, you know, you know, um, or I would have been a really, really cool like 10 year old, but <laughs> The point is, is that, you know, I, especially in like, when I was in grad school, I started going to a lot of shows at, uh, it's now called the satellite and like the Troubadour and like the echo. And I would just go, even if I didn't know the band, I would go and yeah, listen. That's, cool. and, that's it, a cool thing about LA. Yeah. It would cost like eight bucks and you go and you know, I had all this student loan money to spend. Oh, <laughs> uh, um, yeah. you have all that student loan debt. Uh-huh, yeah. Every time you make a payment, like, part of this goes towards one of those shows <laughs> at the Troubadour. But it's like, who knows, if I'd been 10 years older and I'd been in L.A. in, like, the late 90s or the early 2000s, like, maybe I would have just been at, at Spaceland and seen Elliot Smith. But, you know, who knows? I've seen a lot of cool bands. Um, right now, 
I would say that after that period where I was like really discovering a lot of new music in LA, I kind of just stopped a little bit. Yeah. And um, I definitely, I remember a year where I was really into the rentals and I just go through phases where I listen to certain things. Lately, I've been listening to, speaking of Elliot Smith, I had never listened to Elliot Smith's uh, band that I think preceded oh, his Heatmiser. solo stuff, Heatmiser. And so I was like, why have I never listened to Heat Miser? I've been an Elliott Smith fan for a long time. And so, but because I only just recently got Spotify, I think later than everyone else. And because I was always the person who would either buy an album or just not have it. So that influenced my ability to get new music as well. <laughs> yeah. And especially like when I'm seeing these bands in LA, I'm like, I want to buy their album and support them. So now it's just Spotify. But like, yeah, I've been listening to... Uh, to heat miser <laughs> so i just have not been listening to anything new, anything new. <laughs> um but i've also been listening to you know they're always podcasts and things i'm just looking at I listen, yeah all i listen to is podcasts yeah, pretty i just open spotify to see your heavy rotation the music you've had on repeat this month Mike City Suns, Heat Miser, From a Basement on the Hill, Elliot Smith, Figure Eight, Elliot Smith. I'm unemployed and this music is speaking to, to my Smith. sadness. <laughs> like I've just been listening to a lot of Elliot Smith recently. And then I have jumped back in. Um, I've listened to I listened to some Jimmy Eat World because I actually was on another podcast called Popular Music the Podcast talking about Jimmy Eat World. And they have a lot of great stuff that I yeah. hadn't listened to. The middle to. is such a good album. Well, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They're um is that is that the album called The Middle? Oh, uh, it's called uh, it's called Bleed American. Bleed American, yeah. Here, yes, yeah, but The Middle is. is their single. But that like, song. you know, that's another album. I need to. Now I'm going to listen to that. After yeah. This. Oh, that's a perfect album, I think. But then listen to Futures, which is the album that came out, I think, a few years later, and I think it's great. And I listen to some of their new because they're still making music, and they're kind of a a funny example of like they're not like Weezer in that. Well, I mean, Weezer's essentially stayed we almost the same lineup the entire time, but Jimmy Eat World it's, is yeah, like basically, yeah, <laughs> which we'll get into that because I have thoughts, but uh, Jimmy Eat World is like essentially the same band that they've always been and they still sound like themselves. So I found it very comforting to listen to like a new Jimmy Eat World song and still be able to recognize them, which I can't always do with Weezer. So, yeah. Um, so Jimmy Eat World, they're from Phoenix. And oh yeah one of my exes or mesa mesa maybe it's somewhere in the phoenix area. somewhere mm -hmm. one of my exes grew up in the same neighborhood as them her <gasps> older brother used to like ride his bike past where they were practicing and told them they suck uh, <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad they didn't let that get to them <laughs> imagine I mean, there's they, some... <laughs> they probably they probably did with their practicing in a garage you know? there's some other there's some other universe where jimmy <laughs> world is like wow that guy told us we suck i guess we shouldn't do music anymore <laughs> I also could have got that entire story wrong. <laughs> maybe it was some other band, but yeah, um, maybe it was a good thing that he stopped some band from becoming the next uh, Limp Biscuit. <laughs> the next Limp Biscuit. Um, I'm just looking at some of my past listens. Yeah, I've just been listening to a lot of Elliot Smith. Um, so, what have you been listening to? <laughs> well, so I'm a uh, in in May which will be probably about a month after this comes out. I guess I hope it, <laughs> this better be out by May. Um, um, I'm going to uh, Denver. I'm going to see the hives in concert. It's their Ooh. first, their first U S tour in six years. I remember them. I love, so they're the still hives. around. Yeah. That's one of my favorite bands. Mm. Yeah. They're still, they don't have any, they don't, they don't have a new album though. I was hoping oh. before the tour, they'd come out with a new album. I remember when their first album came out and it was huge and everyone like, it yeah. was a big deal. Yeah. The but first I don't American remember. album. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause they're yeah. from Sweden. I don't know if I, I don't know. I don't know if I knew that yeah. or if I just forgot. Yeah, I, I saw them once here in Albuquerque, and they were fantastic. It hmm. was probably the best concert I've ever seen. Wow. Um, so that that was my number one because I got excited when I bought the tickets, hmm. and then you start listening to the band um, because of this podcast. Weezer, <laughs> yeah, is on there. Um, Foo Fighters, which is another yeah. one of my favorite yeah. bands. Classic. Um, Black Joe Lewis and the Honey Bears, hmm. which is like. Uh, Sometimes he kind of sounds like James Brown. It's kind of that kind of, you know, funk oh, music. It's uh -huh. really, it's a nice upbeat one too. Uh, so maybe you should listen to that. Yeah. To kind of get the Elliot Smith out of your system. Well, no, that's the thing though. It's like sometimes I just really like sad music. It doesn't matter yeah. how I'm feeling. It's like, I can't really get into happy music. <laughs> I sound so emo right now. 
<laughs> now you're going back to how you felt when you were posting on the boards in 03. I, I will say that since then, I have gone through a lot of therapy, and I'm a very pretty, pretty happy person despite not having a job right now. Um, so I'm doing great, but I still love I love sad music, but I don't have the same reaction to it that I used to. Like I used to cry to it. Like let, oh wow, yeah, no, I'm not hiding anything on this podcast. Like I was a very depressed I'm person in so college. <laughs> I think I probably was too, but not like clinically depressed. Just in oh know, yeah, I, I was just uh, not in a good situation. Yeah, I think I was clinically depressed. Um, yeah. And I yeah, definitely I like, never had to go to a therapy. I never went to it. Oh, maybe yeah. I had to. Maybe I, I mean, should have. <laughs> I mean, I would get panic attacks in college. Like oh, that was wow. a rough year. Um, but Weezer kind of got me through. <laughs> I know it's like, <laughs> well, just like side story is that there is a Weezer um, DVD that came out when we were in college. Uh, okay. The Weezer video capture device. And I remember, I distinctly remember sitting in my dorm room junior year and I was in a single uh, so I was by myself Ooh, in a very small, oh my God, the tiny, it was like the size of a closet. <laughs> and I think I actually might be claustrophobic. So that explains why I was getting panic attacks that year. But I would just sit and like, I, it would be late at night and I couldn't sleep. And I'd just be like watching those things, like those videos over and over. Like it had their music videos. It had behind the scenes stuff. And they all had commentary too. Although huh. Rivers did not participate in the commentary. Of course. <laughs> But everyone else was on it. <laughs> That'll have to be an episode as us yeah. going through that. Yeah, because there's so much cool stuff on there. And well, like, and what year did it come out? Um, I want to say, I mean, I was a junior in college. I want to say so 2005, 2006, something so there like that. that many videos. No. Yeah, they had was only... It, was it like live stuff also? There or? was some live stuff. And actually, there wasn't any make-believe stuff on it. So maybe it came out a little bit earlier. Um, but it had all everything up through Maladroit. And it huh. even had like little TV spots they did. And, and oh, it's cool. just like, yeah, you can find some of that on YouTube now, but I feel like maybe not even all of it and certainly not with commentary. I just feel like that's a really special yeah, item. Yeah, I don't think that, I've seen that. Yeah, it was like pre-YouTube days and I had my little Xbox <laughs> in my dorm room and I would play that and it was just really soothing. I don't know. It's like kind of like a warm blanket is like their music is like very familiar so even now if i were to go back and listen to the blue album it's like it's just like a warm blanket yeah i, I go and i listen to it every every few months i have to mm -hmm. i have to listen to the blue album just all the way through and then i do it like <laughs> three or four times <laughs> uh, oh and then the one other band I want, or artist i want to mention was gary clark jr oh, uh, i haven't heard of him he's a blues musician hmm. and he has a fantastic new album it's a little bit too long uh <laughs> But he, he's basically like the next Stevie Ray Vaughan, or Ooh. he was supposed to be like the next, he's from Austin. Um, he, he, you know, Jimmy Vaughn, who's Stevie Ray Vaughan's brother, uh -huh. who's also a legendary guitarist. He kind of like got, got him his start and everything. And uh, he's just a fantastic guitarist and he makes some really interesting music. Uh, hmm. He has a, a song called This Land. That's also the name of his new album. Uh -huh. And it's, uh, that's an intense song. It's, Ooh, that sounds up my alley. Intense oh, to say. <laughs> it's intense, like righteous anger. Oh, see, I'm all into the sad, but I've never really been into the anger. I got to check that out. I, I like anger. I well, feel watch the music sometimes. video and you'll, the music video will depress you on a, uh, oh, on, awesome. a on a level because it's all about like him experiencing racism. Oh, that's living, not as fun. Living in the, uh, <laughs> it's the song is like so powerful anyways uh, uh that's another one i've been listening to a lot lately because i'm also gonna in may i'm also gonna see him in concert Ooh. he's coming to albuquerque and see, i've seen I him feel, twice three times before i feel bad i i don't go and see bands anymore like even just thinking about getting out of I the know. house like just going to you know any of these places you I live used to in go la to. i know everyone goes to, no one you know, comes to albuquerque <laughs> i tried to go there it was like maybe a year ago i tried to go out because on monday nights at at the satellite they have free shows and you yeah. can just go and it's like you know local bands or whatever i could not find parking i drove oh. around and around and around and i eventually just came home <laughs> and it's like maybe when i was in my 20s i would have kept driving or i would have you know looked farther away but it's like i'm in my 30s and i'm tired tired it's late i want to go home <laughs> you want to go I'm, home and listen to weezer yeah I'm, i want to listen to elliot smith. smith and cry like i don't cry to elliot smith anymore but yeah <laughs> listen to angelus and pretend oh. i'm watching goodwill hunting <laughs> oh you know what's sad okay so well not sad it's not not sad like <laughs> elliot smith sad but um i i also really love the antlers and 
they uh, ten years ago, well, two thousand seven, they released probably my favorite album of all time, or at least one of them. I don't think I've ever even uh, heard of them. Oh, I love them. Listen to Hospice. It's very sad. It's called Hospice, so <laughs> yeah, you can kind of tell. <laughs> but um, so is that a happy song about Hospice? <laughs> is what you're saying? <laughs> it's very sad. But I saw them live. Um, I want to say like two thousand ten, and then they, I think they kind of broke up. They, they released like a couple more albums and then they broke up, but I found out that they were coming back to, or not coming back together, but like the main guy was going to be playing a bunch of acoustic shows around the country Yeah, and they were going to have a couple shows in LA and I set a reminder on my phone oh, that no. the tickets were going to go on sale and I guess I didn't set it right and I was at work and it was like my last day of work too and I just found out it was my last day of work. Oh. So I was a little distracted and I missed the ticket sales and they sold out. And I'm really sad because again, I haven't seen a band in a long time and I love them and I, they're playing that whole album acoustic and oh, I'm wow. really mad that I missed out. I think that I heard the tickets sold out in like half a second. So Problem. who knows? Or, is it how big's the place they're playing? Oh, small, know? small. Yeah. I think one of them was like, one of them might've been at the cemetery or like a mausoleum or something. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were small, something like that. A mausoleum would be small. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's true. But it was small venues and it would have been so cool, but you know, one of these days I'll figure out how to see bands again because I used to and it you, was fun. You live in L.A. I Everybody know. goes to L.A. I live in Pasadena, so. <laughs> well, okay. Well, you live closer to where people go That's than I true. do. That's true. That's true. Like, I should just go. Like My, my entire ex- like uh, young adulthood was bands that I really wanted to see either being in Denver or Phoenix. Oh. And that's a six-hour drive. And then you have to get a hotel room and everything. And I wouldn't have the money to, you know, I'd yeah. have the money to go to the concert, but not to, <laughs> not to do stay the there. rest of it, not to travel <laughs> there and then stay there and then get beer and everything. Well, I'm just surprised that Albuquerque, I mean, I've never been to Albuquerque, but in my mind, Albuquerque is kind of, I've heard of it. So yeah. you'd think there would be more, I don't know, but it, bands can only go to so many places, I guess. Here it's a lot of country acts mm. and a lot of metal bands come here. Oh, interesting. It, there's a there's a big I guess there's a big and oh an ICP comes about once a year, so I could go see them I guess. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, well maybe I'll make it my goal. I like to make goals on podcasts, so when I listen back to them later, I'm like, oh yeah, I said I was going to do that. Maybe I should make it my goal to next week go to a show. Yeah, just yeah, go down to the satellite, see who's playing. Go to an open mic. <laughs> ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stand well, up or otherwise. <laughs> both. Just one that has everything, so it's terrible. So it's like the the comedian who's done it three times before has to go up after a folk singer who just did Joan Baez. Oh, I've been to some of yeah, no. I've been to all kinds of stuff in LA. It's time for me to to go out to things more. I'm unemployed and I have time. You have time. I don't well, have to wake I, up at 6.30 anymore. So so also in May, because May is my busy month, apparently, yeah. uh, I'll be in L.A. Yeah, we're going to record an episode where we're actually in the same room. Yeah, and uh, so I'll look and maybe there's a concert on one of the nights I don't have anything to do. Yeah, or I was thinking, I mean, I I, I don't think this is giving away any anything because we probably won't do it but i think um you know we could always go and check out the weezer house because that was something i suggested last time you were in town but i think we were trying to get other people to go with us and no one wanted to (laughs) so i was just like well let's not do that but now we have a reason to yeah it's the house where say it ain't so was filmed well that's secondary to them living in the house (laughs) um but I mean, there's nothing you can't go in. I'm sure it's just boring. You just drive up and look at it. But it's an yeah, LA. Family's like oh, another one of these people. Yeah, yeah. I used to know uh, somebody who lived at the Charmed House, the show the Charmed. TV show Charmed. Yeah, oh. and he said people would be like on the lawn taking flash photography. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know if like that happens here with the Breaking Bad house. Ooh. Uh, or the uh, the guy who owns the house where Walter lived. <sighs> He uh, he had to build a wall around his house because people would come up on his driveway and throw pizzas on his roof. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he would he would just sit there on his lawn chair and just like so people wouldn't come onto his driveway. And then I'm finally just picturing he built him a with wall. a shotgun. <laughs> I know, me too. And I actually know the person. I kind well, a friend of a friend uh, owns the house where Jesse Pinkman lived. Ooh. On that. And wow, I remember they were trying to sell it. I don't know if they ever sold it. That's so cool. When I found out who, I was like, oh, that's a fancy house. Yeah. (laughs) 
I mean, it would, it's still cheaper than any house in L- L.A., I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's sadly true. Uh, well, I think that's been a good intro to us, unless there's anything yeah. else that... Us and our Weezer history. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk more about the boards, because I know everyone's wanting to know what that was like. I'm wanting <laughs> Everybody. to... I want to have a third person on so I can be like, oh my God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that'll be the entire time we <laughs> yeah. have a third person on. Is just like, I don't remember tell us that stories about yeah. where we were at, but don't remember. <laughs> and it wasn't because either of us were abusing alcohol no, or drugs. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even drink then. I think I actually stopped drinking my sophomore year of college. <laughs> I, I didn't I was drink until I was as sober 21. as I've ever been. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Okay. Until like a... Until like a few weeks before I was 21, I didn't drink. Oh, good for you. That was... <laughs> yeah. And then and then I made up for lost time. And then, <laughs> and then this year I decided I'm not going to drink all year. Yeah. Huh. I think I had a beer a few weeks ago, but... Um... Oh, you know what? I got really into margaritas and then I got <laughs> sick. Not like alcohol sick. I got like my tonsil... It was a whole thing anyway. Yeah. So yeah, fun times, fun times. Yeah, so... we have a bunch of... Uh, topics for future episodes um next week i think is going to be a good one uh one that yeah one that's kind of timely Um, yeah timely is in like more timely than the blue album but we will talk about the blue album even though it's very old we do have to figure out how we want to talk about each one yes you want to go through the entire album we'll figure it out that's off the conversation that's that's for us to figure out Uh, although if you have any suggestions uh, you can always yeah if you have any ideas for topics you can email us at what is our Weezer? Oh, Weezer Turnpod at gmail.com. Yeah. And you can follow us at WeezerPod on Instagram and Twitter. And look for Weezer has turned and left us here on Facebook. Yeah. Like We're, us. We have a group there. You'll see our oh, do fancy we? logo. I think we have, a, well, we have a page. Oh, okay. Yeah. We have Sorry. a page. <laughs> I, I get, oh, you got excited. That'd be <laughs> well, weird if we had a group where, before maybe, we've even launched well, yeah. an episode. Maybe we'll start a group if enough people want one. So you can Again, talk if about you're listening Weezer. to this in 2021, go join the group. <laughs> yeah. It'll be like the new Weezer boards. Oh God. <laughs> Only use your real name and picture. <laughs> picture thread. No, that's all Facebook is, is a picture thread. Um, the so magic is gone. Sarah, where, where else can they oh, find you? Well, I'm on Instagram at Sarah Iyer, Twitter at Sarah and Julie Iyer. And uh, you can, f- if you want to listen to me talk about cats, you can listen to the Percast. I probably won't keep promoting that. Well, it's only the first episode. So yeah, listen to me on the Percast. It might as like well. Cats. I mean, it, it'll probably be a different audience. And than, uh, yeah, that's and true. And I Matt was on an episode. Like I was on an episode about two yeah. years ago mm-hmm. and it was the best one. Yeah. Um, yeah, it really was. So go check it out. We were having beers during that episode. Yeah, we were. <laughs> I think I had one and a half beers and I was so drunk. Um, <laughs> you can find me. I am uh, at FBI Hub on Twitter. I don't tweet anymore. Um, <laughs> so follow him there. I'll, I'll tweet again eventually when... When <laughs> when the episode comes out, yeah. Yeah, I'll tweet when the episode comes out. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll get back on Twitter. <laughs> He'll do a retweet from our Twitter. <laughs> um, I guess if you're in New Mexico and you want to know about politics, go to New Mexico NMPoliticalReport.com. <laughs> and I'm going to have a uh, my old podcast, Only 90s Kids. We're going to be yeah. doing it again monthly. And uh, one might be out around the same time as this, but Ooh. we're still uh, figuring out we're recording it soon. Ooh, so exciting. Uh, look for that. And I have a couple other podcast ideas that might be Ooh, happening. Yeah. I have another podcast that's happening, but I can't talk about it because it, I don't know when this is coming out. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all we're waiting on now is the logo. Yeah. Now you've seen the awesome logo, so you know yeah. it was worth the wait. Yeah, it was. <laughs> well, anything else you want to add? No, I think that's it. I think we should just end this episode somehow. I don't know how to end it, but we'll figure it out next week. Yeah. Bye. Bye.